listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Kelly Jensen, and this is a November 24th, 2023 edition. It is the day after Thanksgiving here in the U.S., which also means we're in a time where retailers are pushing discounts that really aren't great, and your family members are hounding you for your gift list. I personally am over the holiday rush and have been for many years, but recognize, too, how much it continues to be of some cultural value to a lot of people. So this week, I wanted to do something a little bit different for all the backlist and highlight some books that would make for great gifting, either books that you can ask for or books that you might give to somebody who has a particular interest. Um, These aren't going to be the kinds of books you expect, though. I'm highlighting oversized books that, yes, they look really cool on your coffee table or your bookshelf. But more than that, these are the books that are compelling and interesting and perfect for reading, particularly if you're between bigger books. I know this is called All the Backlist, but because these books don't tend to get a lot of love, I'm going to highlight a couple of newer titles, too, as read-alikes to some of the backlist titles. Before diving in, though, it's happening, readers. We're bringing paperbacks. Whether you hate carrying around bulky hardcovers, you're on a budget, you want a wider range of recommendations, or all of the above, you can now get a paperback subscription from TBR curated just for you by one of our bibliologists. You can also gift it, and that would be perfect for the holidays, particularly if you're in that, what should I get somebody? Or I want to give somebody a gift that they can then choose what books or topics they're interested in and have somebody help personalize the book recommendations for them. This would be a great gift. You can get all the details at mytbr.co. That's mytbr.co. So the first book I'm going to highlight is Hortus Curious, written by Michael Perry and illustrated by Aaron Aspley. So just looking at the cover of this book tells you everything you need to know. It is neon pink with a giant corpse flower on it. It's a compelling and fascinating look at some of the world's weirdest natural plants. Perry talks first about what got him interested in learning about weird plants, and then he offers short, engaging essays about plants across five different categories. These include plants behaving badly, which covers your poisonous and risk-taking plants, mistaken identity, which talks about plants that look like other things. You know that viral thing that happened a couple years ago where people were asking, is it cake, and then cutting into the item to see if it was cake or actually the item itself? This is that, but with plants. And then we get to a chapter on the plants that are hugely beneficial to ourselves and the world around us followed by what he terms superhero plants or the kinds of plants that can do wild or unimaginable things to themselves. And finally, no book on the weird world of plants would be complete without a section on X-rated plants. I read this in a single sitting this summer when I was in need of something to really relax my brain. It was so fun and it was funny and the illustrations were gorgeous. This book is oversized, but it's not one of those giant oversized books. So you can definitely curl up in a beanbag chair with this one. And this would be a great gift with the just released illustrated edition of Merlin Sheldrake's Entangled Life. This one just came out the last couple of weeks, which is itself an up close and personal look at the world of fungi. So if you've got plants on your mind or you know somebody who is a lover of all things natural world, pick up. Hortus Curious, written by Michael Perry and illustrated by Aaron Apsley. And like I said, Merlin Sheldrake's The Illustrated Entangled Life just came out and that would also make a great gift book. 
My second pick for this episode is Gastro Obscura by Cecily Wong and Dylan Theras. And this is an oversized book that I asked for last year and received. And it's one that I've been picking up and putting down now for over a year. And that's a really good thing. If you're a reader of the longtime website Atlas Obscura, you might be familiar with their stories around food. And that's exactly what this is, a lengthy, compelling and well-researched collection of essays and photos and other ephemera that explore the really wide world of food. This book is part travelogue, part food essays, and wholly delicious. Some of the topics included in this collection are explorations of how Chilean people make beer from fog, how there are vending machines in Texas where you can get a whole pecan pie, and festivals around the world that center all things food, both what you would expect and then ones that might be a little bit surprising. This book is so much fun and so just makes you so hungry as you read it. And that's not a bad thing. And that is Gastro Obscura by Cecily Wong and Dylan Theras. And then I wanted to mention on my wish list this year is a title that just published. And that's Cheap Old House is an Unconventional Guide to Loving and Restoring a Forgotten Home by Elizabeth and Ethan Finkelstein. I love the Cheap Old Houses brand and have for several years. As somebody who lives in an old Victorian home, that there are other people out there with a passion for old homes that I have is just nice to see. But more, the dedication that the Finkelsteins have to the restoration of the homes that would otherwise maybe go to waste or never find the perfect owner is really admirable. They're able to find the silver lining in even the most dilapidated spaces. This book is an extension of that. And it highlights the homes that they've shared, the people who've bought them, and then how those homes were brought back to life. I cannot wait to pour over this one if it shows up for me this year. And if it doesn't, I will be picking it up myself. And that is Cheap Old Houses, An Unconventional Guide to Loving and Restoring a Forgotten Home by Elizabeth and Ethan Finkelstein. So one thing you've probably noticed at this point is that these books are not only very white in their authorship, they tend to be a little heavier on the male author side. There are a couple of reasons for this. First, it's what I have read, and I wanted to stick to titles that I've read. And unfortunately, those books have fallen into these categories. Second, often the oversized books that are compelling are by brands. So think about your National Geographic books. And authorship is not necessarily singular or dual, but often unknown and just under the heading of whatever the company is. And then finally, the reality is that this area of publishing continues to be pretty limited. And because it is limited, those with the most cultural power have better access to it, which is not to say there are not diverse, oversized books. There are. And I wanted to toss out a few more that might connect with you as a reader, ones that I haven't read, but I have like looked through the samples of and read the descriptions of and think sound fantastic. And those include Living Wild, How to Plant Style in Your Home and Cultivate Happiness by Hilton Carter, who's a master of all things indoor plant worlds. The Rainbow Atlas, A Guide to the World's 50 Most Colorful Places by Taylor Fuller, which is an absolute visual ride of colorful places across the globe. And Virginia Shamley's Big Thrift Energy, which is precisely what it sounds like, a book about thrifting and the incredible finds you might score. A couple other ones I wanted to toss out there, um, or rather one more I want to toss out there, and then um, the opportunity to find a whole bunch more. And that is The Catch Me If You Can, One Woman's Journey to Every Country in the World, by Jessica Nabongo, who is the first Black woman to visit all 195 countries in the world. And that journey is documented here. 
I will drop links to all these books in the show notes as usual. And then I'm going to drop a few more links with additional like coffee table size books that might interest you or might make for perfect gifting for you, as well as a post that we have about the history of coffee table books. And with that, today's show comes to a close. As usual, all of the books in the episode will be linked in the show notes. Big thank you goes out to our sponsor and to you for listening. For more recs or general bookishness, you can always check out bookriot.com. And don't forget to check out our full stables podcasts at bookriot.com slash listen, or just search Book Riot on your podcast player of choice. You can find a list of books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. And remember, if you're a fan of all the books and all the backlists and you want to show us some love, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We appreciate your review and they help other book lovers find us. If you want to find me personally, I'm still over on Twitter at Veronica Kelly Mars, or you can follow me on Substack at stackthoughts.substack.com. And in the meantime, happy reading. Oh, 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 oh,